Hi, Mida Delcom is drawing to a close. On the 15th of February, this is on Thursday, there will be the final conference in Brussels discussing the findings. And there's a live stream from the conference enabling to follow it in any corner of Europe and beyond. Regarding our previous episode upon scenarios, we have them uploaded on the website mitadelcom.eu. Also, there you can find the publication upon today's focus, the recommendations. There are recommendations for the EU and all participating countries. Along with that, for every country, infographics have been drawn to visualize the issues. All this is also on our website mitadelcom.eu under section publications. In this episode we have some insights by country representatives upon the recommendations, opening up some backgrounds in the field. We have speakers from Romania, Poland, Germany, Czechia and Austria in the podcast. As well the project coordinator will share her perspective. Thank you for joining us. I'm Urmas Leut, the Media Telecom Communication Officer. Media Telecom Project Coordinator Halike Harroloit kicks off our deliberation upon recommendations. Media Telecom Project is a project in social sciences, which means that there is always a need to provide policy recommendations or ways how to implement the academic research. Minda Delcom project proposes eight policy recommendations. And here I would like to outline the most important ones. First, any media policy should start with monitoring mediascapes. This is because if we are trying to regulate media either on European level or national level, then it is very important to know what is actually the current situation. Quite a lot of European media policy has been reactive. The political instruments are designed to react to already occurring problems, like diminishing freedom of speech, like slap, like the problems with whistleblowers. However, the core idea of Media Delcom is that it might be more useful to design proactive media policy. In order to design proactive media policy, we need normative framework, which we propose could be deliberative communication. And in the framework of deliberative communication, we can foresee possible risks and opportunities And the core idea of the proactive media policy is also the finding that some risks develop very, very slowly, step by step. Here I would like to recall the Belarusian journalist who visited the Media Conference in Warsaw. And she said that Europe should learn from the sad experience of Belarus where the freedom of speech was not diminished just at once, but all problems developed slowly and almost invisibly. In order to be aware 
what is going on. That's why we need media monitoring. How to do it and what is the major problems with media monitoring, this is also part of our policy recommendations. Ioana Vatani from Romania elucidates the significance of the recommendations Midatelcom has produced. Every time we write reports or analyses or do research, somewhere behind our mind is the question, so what? Why are we doing all this work? Just for intellectual entertainment or just for the record or just getting some uh, golden stars on our academic record? As a freedom of expression worker, I always think of what can be done with whatever we found, with whatever conclusions we have. And this is where policy recommendations come. If you need to change something, you have to do it in a coordinated way. And this is why when we do policy recommendation, we have agents in mind. What the government could do, what the European Commission can do, or what the European Union, the Parliament and everything, what the journalists can do, what the media can do, and last but not least, what the people themselves as individuals can do. This is how we structure the policy recommendations that um, we put together. In our case, with two levels, at the European level and at the national level. What Romania can do in order to create better chances for deliberative communication is to open up, to provide not only more information, but information of better quality, in better formats, in more open formats for the people can access and use that information. And last but not least, educate people what can do with this amount of information they have access to. So the two major points in recommendations at the national level is access to information and increase the media skills or competences, the media competences and media and information competences of the public. At the European level, we have in mind something that cannot be done at local level or something that would be better done at regional level than at national level. And here comes the idea of providing support and support means not only money, but includes money for the transborder, transnational longitudinal studies. One of the conclusions of the Media Delcom project is that we don't have consistent data on all the countries, on all the topics that are interesting for the deliberative communication. And what the European Union can do is to set up a framework for this kind of longitudinal coherent research. And we hope very much that this will happen. Because when you write policy recommendation, you put a little bit of your expectations and your dreams, but you mostly think of what is doable. Otherwise, it's not a recommendation, it's just a wishful thinking.
Now it's time to speak for Michal Klovatsky from Poland. What has been critical from the Polish deliberative communication point of view was to address what are the key stakeholders that participate in deliberation that goes far beyond the policymakers but also the researchers. For us this is very useful right now to use deliberative democracy and deliberative communication to continue our fight for free media, freedom of the press, but also the modern reform of public service media. What I see as a great challenge, but also as we turn in the media delcom from risks to opportunities, is that we need to strengthen the citizens' bottom-up voices if we speak on how media will look like in the future, also how the citizens can differ in terms of their expectations, media usage, and how can also they use the data the policymakers and the researchers produce to make it lively and to make it acceptable and adaptable. So in other words, how to turn all these recommendations into practice. For us, deliberation is like a uh, very useful umbrella concept that we want to use to make this Polish media democracy debate even much more extended towards ordinary people, the citizens of the country. There are changing times in Poland. What's your uh, educated guess? How would the agents accept the recommendations? So far, our discussions in terms of uh, deliberative communication and the outcomes from the political elections we had last year was very much about restoring democratic foundations, restoring democratic institutions that of course also include the media. The new government that is now in force has been also a bit criticized about um, installing and taking over the kind of, you know, very politicized or party-like public service um, uh, media enterprises. So in that sense, I think one of the key issues is to, again, remind ourselves that we need to find the middle ground, we need to find the common space. We know that the people will have uh, different voices, but the biggest uh, challenge for us is to speak to each other, to listen to each other, and also to respect each other, which is in Poland, as I say, in a highly polarized society, is going to take some time. Jan Motal from Czechia talks. I think the recommendations which are produced by this project are very important in the European landscape, especially for policymakers. And it is because there, as far as I know, there was not so no such a project uh, which um, combines expertise and effort from 
different countries to have a map of monitoring capacities and then the data we have gathered are very useful for policymakers to know where are knowledge gaps in the Europe academia industry and even in the data for policymaking. So recommendations which are based on our findings are unique from my point of view and very important to know where are these blind spots of policymaking in European Union. What do you point out regards to Czechia? We have lack of data in many fields of expertise and there is almost no cooperation between academia, media industry and state, I mean politics. Uh, our problem is especially that we have a very low agency of uh, self-regulation organization. It is not trustworthy for Czech journalists and there are almost no institutions which can provide a service for journalists and media industry to provide them data about what is now important in, uh, in the journalism and media landscape in respect uh, of the deliberation of democracy in the future, etc. There are some non-government organizations which provide some data and information, but there is uh, no public discussion and expert discussion in the long term. The next speaker comes from Germany, Markus Kreutler. It's important that the recommendations are very much individual to the different country cases and that's something that we've put a lot of effort into to make it work in different environments. So if you are an, a policymaker in uh, one of our project countries, it's a good idea to have a closer look at uh, what we've been elaborating for that country to see what kind of good practices could be implemented or could be strengthened when they are already in place. And if I'm looking at the German case, for example, we did repeat the finding uh, several times that we are in a comparatively uh, positive uh, situation or we've evaluated the situation in a relatively positive way. But it is really important not to become lazy because of that, but to really keep up that work. And there are in fact a few things, especially when we're looking at the monitoring, where we see a risk of actually losing part of that positive situation because projects are running out, especially if we're looking at uh, long-term research projects. So there it is definitely a good idea to think about uh, strengthening what a country has in, in, in terms of positive points and strengths and make it so that this country can carry it on into the future. Tobias Eberwein from Austria concludes talks suggesting that any recommendation for a particular country would also make sense for any other country, both in the project or elsewhere. 
Based on our country reports, there were actually quite a few recommendations that we could develop which might also be relevant for policymakers in the realm of media policy. For Austria in particular, we identified a few items, but I don't think they are only relevant for our country, but might be relevant for other European countries too. For example, we identified that there's a lack of reliable official media statistics as in many other countries and this is particularly true for the field of media ownership data which is a field of relevance in Austria because media concentration is high and we identified that as a key risk. There is also the issue that we do not have a continued public funding for national research initiatives in the field of media and communication. We should have more projects like this alongside the international cooperative projects. We also opted uh, that it might be valuable to demand more support for long-term monitoring projects. Uh, usually there is funding for a restricted amount of time, but hardly any of the studies can be repeated, but we need that to highlight change processes, which is what Media Delcom intended to do. And uh, we don't have a continuous funding for these kinds of projects in Austria, or hardly any funding, I should say. And then uh, what we also need is a, is a broader debate about scientific publication strategies. And this goes hand in hand uh, with the ongoing discussion about open access policies or open data concepts. I mean, they have been discussed for years or in some cases even decades, but still it's not standard practice, it's not common practice to publish all relevant research results in open repositories and it would be a good thing if we could make it mandatory for all publicly funded projects in the country to have the data available for everyone. And these recommendations we consider them important for Austria, but they can certainly also be transposed to other partner countries in Media Delcom. This was the deliberation upon Media Delcom recommendations for media governance. Our conference upon Media Delcom findings will be on the 15th of February 2024 in Brussels. Please take part in it either in person or virtually with the help of the live stream. By the way, the first book by Mida Delcom is coming out. Its PDF version can be accessed on midadelcom.eu publications. Stay tuned on our home stretch.